rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. Hello. What's up, guys? Thank you so much for hanging out and for your patience and your understanding. Sorry about that. I was trying to get the show started, but of course, as I tried to get the show started, one of the programs I use to run the music wouldn't open. I guess I need a new computer or something. It's getting, it's not that old, the computer, but you know how it is. It's getting wonky. All right. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out. This is Unapologetic Liberal Talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, and humanity. And all, not necessarily in that order, but we are here to save this country from the fascist takeover. Oh, here comes a cat. Come on up. Here comes my cat, Tara Jr. Get up here. You getting up or not? Come on. All right. As soon as the show starts, here he comes. Ladies and gentlemen, Tara Jr. Jr. Hooray. <laughs> Hooray. Right on cue. All right. Um, just don't sit on the keyboard. We know. God. I have a I'm re- I I also have to apologize. I wanted to do I, I was only able to do one show last week during on Monday. Hopefully next week, this week coming up will be I'll be able to do more shows. It's I'm very sorry. That's all I can say. Become a patron at patreon.com/taradevlin to keep the well, make keep the show going and growing, but also get us to the point where we can have a daily show at a set time. All right, that's what your your patronage will do. And speaking of patrons, we do have a patron, a new patron to welcome to our community of amazing, awesome patriots, real patriots. I know, Tara Jr., real patriots, not these fake-ass fascists who wouldn't know patriotism if, if Twitler told them to take these Trump Network vitamins uh, to become a patriot. I don't know. They wouldn't know patriotism if... I don't know. You can't explain it to them. Hold on. Um, What was I going to say? See, when I don't have... All of a sudden, um, people say... When you have a, a a, a pause between your thought... And then what comes out of your mouth, I, what comes out of my mouth automatically is, my name is Tara Devlin, please become a patron. It's very bizarre. Okay. Um, and the camera's on, not focusing. Wonderful. Who cares? I look better. Blurry. I really do. I like, like one of, the, one of um, our fans, our friends, our, commu- our community members, when he wrote me to tell me that I needed Botox. I'll never forget that. It's only going to get worse. I'm just warning you. If you think I need Botox now, wait five years. If I'm lucky enough. Well, that's the thing, you know. What are you going to do? I earned every every line on my rotten face. All right. Let's, let's pull out a little bit. Let's widescreen that. So, guys, guys, don't worry. I'll focus in a minute. This is there's too many buttons to push. That's another reason why you should become a patron. So 
Maybe I'll get a goddamn producer up in this bitch for this bitch. So tonight's show is sponsored by James Wright. Yeah. No, no, no. More enthusiasm, please. Thank you, James, for taking that extra step, going to patreon.com slash and to become a patron of this show, to keep the show going and growing. Because of you and, and all of your compatriots, we will be able to put up a good fight, at least. And that's all we can ask for. That's all we can do. We don't know the results, but we are responsible for the action. And with that in mind, let's get into the show. Thank you. Already we got, god damn you guys. I mean, in a good way, damn. Richard W., thank you for your super chat. Another great show, Tara. You're so good. I need you. I need you to whisper that in my ear every minute. And Pookie's Mama Irene, thank you for your super chat. And Pookie's writes... To all the real patriots, happy Independence Day coming up, and you don't need Botox. Forget that wanker. All right. <laughs> I don't know why I have an itch on my back. Sorry. Um, JD and JD, thank you for your super chat. You guys are great. And happy Pride. And all right. We got we got work to do. Th- all right. What, see, like right there. I, I wanted to say thank you. Please become a patron. It just flies out of my mouth. Relax, calm down, breathe, listen up. We're in big trouble. This week, uh, another reason why I wish I could have done some more shows this week is because of what went on this week. I never thought I would live to see the day where, as much as I hate Tucker Carlson, and he's a, a, you know, talking about a wanker, my God, he is the definition of a wanker. And he's a disgusting, well, calling him a wanker would would really honor him. He's really a disgusting, vile waste of human DNA, like most Republicans. I would say 99.9%. And, uh, but I never thought I'd live to see the day where a, a fascist, a filthy fascist, is... Call, calls a flag officer a a com you know like all of the lines that General Milley all of those stripes on his arm when you notice when he's wearing his uniform the they represent six months in combat so he's got lines going all the way up his sleeve he is a columbia graduate he if i'm not mistaken he's also a princeton graduate he's a graduate if i'm if i don't have the schools correct but he's not a moron that's probably why he he apologized for his participation in twitler's stunt where they attacked peaceful protesters and um so with, with tear gas, so that, no, oh, not that they could put up a fence, as the story goes, as, uh, so they could, so, so the glorious d- dim leader could stand in front of a church holding up a Bible. Now, 
if this were a functioning democracy uh, filled with patriots, we, we are the patriots here. We're the real patriots. That's why we do the show, to get the word out, to reclaim the mantle of patriotism, and to define what it means to be a patriot. But if this country were filled with as many patriots as I wish there were, the, the only reaction to that stunt and the, the abuse of power that we witnessed that day would have been um, impeachment, well, rev- at least uh, being reviled in the least, in the very least. People should have been sickened disgustingly sick and and this just like i say when the day that scumbag monstrous con man came down the escalator calling mexicans rapists that's the line that's the line you know people i we always have to check in with the trump anzies how they're feeling how what do you think now after every abomination during the last four years We've had to check in, and we we still have to check in with the lying pricks, with the fascist bastards. How you feeling now? What do you think now? What do you think? Is Joe Biden your president now? Do, what do you? Uh, you always have to check in with them, but some of them have jumped ship. They uh, various points along the way. Okay, um, we should commend anyone who jumps ship. Finally, but. If they were uh, a um, alert and aware and educated patriots, if they were actual patriots, as soon as that con man came down the escalator, that would have been it. Not just because he should have walked because he could use the exercise, but because he is a racist. And he came down that escalator talking about Mexicans, a, a group of people, as as an other, as something to be feared, reviled, and ultimately uh, exterminated. That's where that goes. We know um, what happened. We don't, you know, it's not, it's how, how people are still alive that lived through Nazi Germany. So, they have that generation hasn't completely died out yet, but God help us when they do, because we certainly have forgotten the lessons of history. That's for sure. And it's unfolding right in front of us. All right. Let's let me just show you something right now. Look at that cat. Look at that cat. Look how cute he is. All right. See, we got to have priorities. And thank you, Errol, for your super chat. Republic clowns remain very repulsive and distasteful, just like their views. Exactly. And Traverse J, thank you for your super chat. And Traverse J says nothing. He just, or she, are you, I, I think you're, you're a he, right? Now that I, now that I recall, I think I just sent you a mug. Am I correct? You sit down now. I'm sorry, you're in the way. Ah, everything's falling. <sighs> Mugs on the way, Traverse J. Anybody else want a mug? If you're a patron, if you're a supporter of the show, send me an email at tarabustermedia at gmail.com and you will get a mug. 
you have to send me your um you have to send me your name and address okay guys guys yeah, especially patrons you deserve it all right um what was i saying so let's let's just get the show on the road here in case you missed i'm sure you've seen the all of the clips but in the in the interest for those who haven't let's see where is it general millie do i have it don't even tell me oh here we go general millie uh because the 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 fascists the republicans they have to put on a show they don't have anything they don't have to legislate they don't have anything to do for real to make a functioning society. So they spend their time putting on a show. That's why they wanted Kamala Harris to go down to the border because they, they're very confused about people who, well, you mean like you got to go and you need a photo op. That's what working is, right? You can't work um, for real. Like they, they, they have to give some kind of infantile representation of of governing or working whatever that means to them and to them it is coming up with sound bites for fox news pointing into the distance wearing a flak jacket you know stupid stunts sort of like i i i mean stick around guys sooner or later we will see one of these these fascists Riding a horse shirtless. It will happen. Let's just hope it's not Marjorie Taylor Greene. So, it just might happen. But Matt Getz and the other fascists, they're attacking the military now, which is something I've never thought I'd see in my lifetime. The military is supposed to be too woke. You see, the military is a diverse organization. And General Milley, I thought, he succinctly and informedly informative inform what's the word you know is it and uh with he dropped some knowledge on uh, little wolfie boy in my previous discussions with Ugh. service members oh my and particularly God. officers okay I would okay hear about okay okay i'm sorry you see already already this is what got me insane, besides everything else, is that he's he's telling a story, an anecdote about um, service people are coming to Matt Getz. Help us, my lord. We're we're so put upon. They're trying to make us woke. What are we gonna do? It's making us uncomfortable. As if, as if this is a true story. He's so full of shit. They are so. Full of shit. It's part of my language, YouTube. Complaints over parts not arriving on time, long deployments, ugly and in my more recent discussions with those officers, the number one issue that they raised to me with concern, often unable to speak publicly for fear Bullshit. of the type of retribution that Lieutenant Colonel Lohmeyer faced, they say that your stand down regarding extremism did not help our military it hurt the military. And I, I want to share oh, with you that perspective here. that it caused service members to otherize one Get another. Get the fuck out of here. impaired group cohesion. And interesting to me is that I've heard those sentiments most frequently from units that are majority minority. 
Bullshit. Bullshit. What unit? Give us a unit. You don't have to name names. What unit, what ma- majority minority unit is going to Matt Getz for help about wokeness? Give me an effing break. How much longer, guys, how much goddamn longer are we going to take this shit? These, fa- these fascist liars, they, are, they really are turning this country into bizarro world. Up is down, right is left. And that's what has to happen in a fascist takeover. Don't be um, confused or make any mistake. This is a fascist coup. We're witnessing it. Now, what are we going to do about it? I fear that the Democrats just don't have the, the fight or the spunk or whatever the hell it takes. The knowledge, not everybody. Um, what heartens me is that some Democrats understand the the severity of the moment, but others, of course, don't like the Christian cinemas of the world. We're still pining for bipartisanship with a bunch of traitors. Okay, let's get that. Let, let's let that sink in for a second. the ma- The majority party is pining for bipartisanship with traitors. Goddamn traitors, okay? Who inspired and, and inspired an insurrection and are continuing the slow motion coup. Is it slow motion though? This is a coup. This is exactly what happens when a fascist cabal takes over a country. We have a duty, a patriotic duty, to fight these pricks. To the end of the line, we will, uh, as uh, Winston Churchill said, we will fight them in the streets. We will fight them in the fields. That's our duty to f- to to stop this coup. Just we could do, of course, legally and peacefully. That's what we're trying to do. But what's it going to come? What's it going to take? Eventually, and then, guys, I I say it. I've said it before. How do we find common ground with traitors who have no interest in democracy? They don't. It's like taking, uh, it's like, uh, I don't know, taking, um, let's see, it's like a fish, maybe a bird, whatever. I'm trying to find a metaphor. Uh, inviting a bird to, um, to swim. It's not going to happen. You or maybe the other way around. But let's put some wings on a fish and help them to fl- just help them, encourage them, invite them, invite them to fly again and again and again. It, it won't happen. The Republicans, they understand this. They know. Be- they use the Democratic sincerity against the Democrats because the Democrats are actually trying to have a functioning society and, and for the most part but what are, the republicans are not they're not interested in democracy they don't want it so here we have another example 
are you giving, I mean, do you really think we're that stupid to believe that a unit, a minority majority unit in the military went to Matt Getz to complain that they were being put upon by all this wokeness and it's it's it otherizes dude this, these people are so full of shit it is it's unbearable otherizes they're they're the ones who don't want to have a conversation that's it otherizes that's that's the might as well be the republican motto filthy pricks look at his face this is a sexual predator who's under investigation by the FBI right now for uh, sex trafficking underage girls. This scumbag. And um, he's just a vile person and has absolutely no business questioning some uh, the the we have the first African American. Uh, um, what's his title? The I can't remember. Secretary Austin. He's in a long line of white guys. He's the first African-American. And these pricks are going to challenge him? Is is there uh, too much wokeness? Race, uh, do you think the military is a racist organization? Well, you tell me. We have a whole line of white dudes... For our entire history, I don't see how it's not. How about, I mean, we had a segregated goddamn military. We had a military where uh, uh, our fellow Americans with darker pigment came home from fighting for for freedom and democracy overseas and then had to get in the back of the bus. I told you that story before my father told me. When he was in the military, he never, he, 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 uh, he never, it's a experiencing Jim Crow. He was on a bus, and when they crossed the Mason-Dixon line, all of the soldiers with darker pigment had to get to the back of the bus, you see. And my father, you know, who wasn't, uh, he's not a great, he wasn't a great civil rights champion, that's for sure, but he, he, re- he told the story that how shocking it was. It was, oh, shit. This is real, this is what happens here in the United States because we, we live in the, in, uh, in the North. <sighs> but, oh, is the military racist? If it wasn't, why would they tell the soldiers get to the back of the bus? We gotta, oh, we're just following the law. It's disgusting. But here's this disgusting liar. This is the thing that really annoyed me. All over the news, they played this clip, of course. Nobody mentioned, what is he talking about? No, give me a break. We're gonna just believe every lie that falls out of these fascist mouths. That's what we're expected to do. Everything they talk about is a lie. Every fear, they oh, oh, every trust me, this will pass. Okay, when we will get to another faux outrage soon enough. This whole woke bullshit, it and critical race theory is um, it's 
it's beyond tedious at this point, especially because they don't know what they're talking about. But that never stopped them before. This is the problem. And we're all supposed to endure them as if they're sincere, as if they are legitimately trying to um, resolve an issue. What issue? As if they are legitimately trying to prevent otherizing or somebody from feeling bad. They don't give a shit. Who feels bad? If the more you feel bad, the better for them. That's the point of republicanism. Otherwise, they would have no problem having a discussion. That's what freedom is. That's what living in a, a modern democracy is. And I, I've said it forever. Republicans are unfit to hold leadership positions in a modern nation. Yeah. You want to have a, an S-hole nation? They're your men, and well, mostly men. They're for you. They're for you. They're they're your guys. You want to have a, uh, a an s hole nation? A maybe a um, well, if you take the conservative policies, their ideology, and you apply them, this country would would look like Pakistan. That's the conservative dreamland. They have, right there, we could see it on, right before our eyes, the conservatives, except ours would have Jesus. We would have a bit more Jesus here. Not um, uh, the, the, the Pakistan government, you know, low taxes and to no taxes on the rich. No government schools. No social safety net. Women know their place. Gays are in the closet. Uh, the military can do no wrong and has a budget that cannot be questioned. All of this. That's Pakistan. So, as I say, Republicans, they lack the ability to function in a democratic society. They don't, if, if they had their way, that's what we would be. Pakistan. But the Republicans, they, they're... They are everything, you know, that's what's the irony, of course, too. They always rail against the, remember when they would go on about uh, the Taliban? And now they're, they, they say they are modeling the Taliban. They, because they're looking in a mirror. When you look at the Taliban, when the Republicans look at the Taliban, they look, they're looking in a mirror. Fan, fan, fanatics. Uh, theocrats, anti-democratic fascists, of course. I mean, I repeat myself, but that's what they are. If, if anybody could prove me wrong, please do. I wish I was wrong. I wish that the Republicans had an interest in democracy. We keep hearing this. We keep hearing this, of course. That's another thing that drives me insane. And another thing that makes me wonder if we will succeed when I hear Nancy Pelosi and, and all the Democrats pine for bipartisanship, pine for the great Republican Party that's done so much good for America. What? They've done nothing for America. And they have been the fissured hemorrhoid 
on America. Yeah, on American democracy. But what have they done for America? They've done nothing. And in fact, now they're doing worse than nothing. If doing nothing, no, if they did nothing, that would be an improvement, frankly. Now they are actively destroying democracy. The closer we get to a more perfect union, and if anywhere, we get it within, uh, within shouting distance, this is the result because they never liked democracy to begin with. They don't want it. And it has to go because when you have, you see what happens when people vote. We had a high voter turnout in this last election because not only did Earth, the entire normal faction of Earth, loathe the tax cheating, draft dodging con man. It people got to vote from home. They voted by mail. Voting was accessible in many places, and that's something that the Republicans can't abide because they never liked democracy anyway. And all of this woke bullshit, this backlash, the backlash is evidence that we are winning. If we weren't making progress, there would be no backlash. That's the telltale sign. The only problem is will the, will they be successful? Will the backlash be successful? And backlashes are sometimes successful. We can't we we can't rest on our laurels and think that the American experiment is uh, written in stone. It's not. Like all democracies, we have a our democracy is a fledgling democracy and it's hanging by a thread. Democracies require commitment. And it also requires an agreement to, to the rules. The Republicans, you see what they've done. They don't have an agreement with the rules. They don't like the rules. They want to change. If they, don't, if they don't get their way, if they can't win by hook, they'll win by crook, and they will change the rules. And that's not, I mean, they've been doing this for, for decades Every line that's crossed, this is, we're one step closer to the destruction of the grand experiment. I mean, that's it. That's how it goes. Look at the rise of the Third Reich. Didn't happen overnight. It took, dec it took over a decade. You see? So we're watching the, um, the, the Republican Party actively destroy this, the, the American experiment. Everything is a lie that comes out of their mouths. And I wonder all the time how much longer we're going to take it. How much longer are we going to, um, I guess, it's legitimize them. By by believing their lies, at least, oh, I mean, uh, on the surface, believing it. Just his, even his statement right now. Mostly, what's interesting. Look, you see how sincerely he presents his bullshit. What's really interesting is that I've um, been contacted by most often minority majority minority units. 
telling me how upset they are. Give me a break, please. If somebody should have said that, are you serious? Tell me, uh, um, excuse me, frat boy. I don't believe you. I don't. And if you you want, uh, prove it. Prove it. Give me a uni. Give me a. Just give me. You don't have to give me the names or anybody. Give me a, a just in the ballpark. There's no no. You gotta you gotta be kidding me. How stupid do you think we all are? We're not all Trump anzies. We're not all dumbasses who voted for the tax cheating con man. Tax cheating, draft dodging, dictator wannabe con man. No, no minority majority unit is calling up Matt effing gets. Come on. Group cohesion. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And yes, like they, like he knows about group cohesion. This is a um a brat, a trust fund brat. His daddy was uh you know a big wig in in the community. I think his daddy was in uh, was Otherwise. one of these filthy Republicans in government. And what has Matt Getz ever served but himself? That's the only reason Republicans get into government. They get into government to rig it in their favor, to use it, to manipulate it, to do things like he did with his with his buddy when they when he was in charge of the tax collection. What did they do? They they abused their power. They used the offices to create fake um to to create fake IDs. This is who they are. They're vile. They're disgusting. Okay. Here, let's 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 play this again. Extremism did not help our military, oh, it bitch. hurt the military. And I, I want to share with you What do you know about hurting the military? It caused service members to otherize one another. Oh, it yeah, right, sure. group cohesion. Bullshit! And interesting to me is that I've heard oh, those so sentiments You're most frequently from units that are majority what minority. What uh, that, that this was not particularly helpful. So I'm, I wanted to give you the opportunity to maybe share with us Holy more specificity shit. regarding the definitions that seem to be a challenge. Definition. When Ms. Hartzler was asking questions, how should the Department of Defense think about critical race theory? Oh, my God. Could I make a comment? How uh, about, I'm, sorry. I'm very How about you define critical race theory in, in a sentence? He doesn't know a shit my time general Millis. well I, I just want to make a comment that the well, i know but i've, 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 I've asked the question to secretary austin Shut I, I don't know what the what the issue of critical race theory is and what the relevance really? here uh in with the department we do not teach critical race theory we don't we don't embrace we don't, it's a law uh, school class theory. you and i think i think that's a spurious Ooh. uh, uh it is. conversation and so we are focused on extremist behaviors and and not uh not Ideology, not not uh, not people's thoughts, not people's uh, uh, political orientation, behaviors is what we're focused on. I would like to yield some of my time to General Milley because I know that he had some comments that he wanted to make when Representative G Gates was talking, as well uh, as Mr. Waltz about and a similar subject go. of the stand down and, and race. And now Matt Getz will be taken to school. Would you like a minute or so to comment on that? Do you remember what we were 
what your line of questioning or thought was there? Um, sure. Um, first of all, on the issue of critical race theory, et cetera, I'll, I'll obviously have to get much smarter on whatever the theory is. Um, but I do think it's important, actually, uh, for those of us in See, look, just for an aside, the, all of those stripes on his arm, that's six months in a, a combat zone. So what's that? One year, two years, three years, four years, five years? But that's This person has, I mean, putting aside our militaristic everything, um, who, who has um, sacrificed more? Who has served more? Matt Getz? I mean, Matt Getz, everybody. Matt effing gets he's got the balls to talk to this general like this anyway all right i'm sorry i'll, I'll. form to be open-minded and be widely read yeah. and the united states military academy is What's a university wrong with that? Uh, and it is important that we train and we understand uh, and i i want to understand white rage yeah and i'm why white not? And I want to understand. Don't it. you want to understand? So, oh, sorry. what is it that caused thousands of people to assault this building and try to overturn the Constitution of the United States of America? What caused that? I want to find that out. I want to maintain an open mind here, and I do want to analyze it. It's important that we understand that because our soldiers, sailors, airmen, Marines, and Guardians—they come from the American people. So it is important that the leaders now and in the future do understand it. I've read Mao Zedong. I've read. I've read Karl Marx. I've read Lenin. That doesn't make me a communist. So what is wrong with understanding, having mm -hmm. some situational understanding about the country for which we are here to defend? And I personally find it offensive that we are accusing the United States military, our general officers, our commissioned, non-commissioned officers of being, quote, woke or something else because we're studying some theories that are out there. That was started at Harvard Law Wolfie. School years ago, and it proposed that there were laws in the United States anti-bellum laws prior to the Civil War that led to uh, a power differential with African-Americans that were three-quarters exactly. of a human being when this country was formed. And then we had a Civil War and Emancipation Proclamation to change it. And we brought it up to the Civil Rights Act in 1964. It took another 100 years to change that. So look it, I do want to know. And I respect your service, and you and I are both Green Berets. Not Matt but I want to know. And it matters to our military and the discipline and cohesion of this military. And I thank you for the opportunity to make a comment on that. Hooray. That was the uh, the most just, I mean, what's the word? The, uh, I mean, just drop the mic there. Of course, we want to understand. That's what being alive is all about. Why wouldn't you want to understand? If this is a modern democracy, why don't you want to understand? I mean, there's nothing more fascist than what these Republicans are calling for. I mean, it's not, there's, it's, it's fascist. That's what happened in Nazi Germany, again. It started out when Hitler took power. I mean, I wait, what I should have done, actually, before, um, I forgot, I forgot to do this, was um, get one of Hitler's first speech after being elected chancellor. Let's see if I can find that. Hitler's speech, you know, legally and peacefully, his first speech to the nation as chan chancellor. 
Let's see. Here, I'll just read a little bit of it. More than 14 years have passed since the ill-fated day when blinded from, uh, by promises at home and abroad, the German people lost sight of the most valuable assets of our Reich, its honor and freedom, and thus lost everything. Since those days of treachery, the Almighty has withheld his blessings. Um, millions of the best German men and women from all walks of life watch as the unity of the nation vanishes and dissolves in a muddle of political egotistical opinions and differences. Uh, the unity of spirit and will of our, of our Volk, meaning people, resolved and true to our oath, we will, in view of the, of the present Reichstag's inability to support our work, we ask the German people itself to take on the, the task meaning of unity. The government wants to work. It will work, and it is not this government which led the um, German nation into ruin for 14 years. He's talking about the war, the economic disparity, and in his first speech to the, um, to the, to the nation, he was talking about the unity of political opinions and differences. So, um, encouraging the German people of all political persuasions to come together and work together. I mean, this is, uh, it's, it's all a ruse, though. You see, everything, it's sort of like what the Republicans are doing. Playing, they're playing to their audience. And that's one of the things, when, if, when you study the rise and fall of the Third Reich, that's exactly what Hitler did. So now, Twitler, he's at his Nuremberg rally, another Nuremberg rally, spreading the big lie yet again. And it's all over. It's all over the web. It's all over ev everywhere. And the corporate media... One one thing that's uh, really annoying is corporate media. They're promoting this uh, Nuremberg rally. So, all right, let let to to just keep on with this particular um, assault on decency, dignity, democracy, unity, and everything that is makes a functioning society. General Milley, who actually. Didn't he succinctly push back on these pricks? What's wrong with being well-read and educated? What's, what's, there's nothing wrong with it if you are a patriot and want to be uh, somebody who, you know, isn't just a dullard. Really. I guess they expect people to sit and uh, fall down a cue hole. But the most offensive response to this i couldn't believe it when i saw of course I, I when i say i couldn't believe it i wasn't it was shocking but not unexpected the response to general milley because immediately i'm on some of these right-wing 
um, what do you call it, mailing lists. So I get their 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 propaganda, and they immediately I received an article that said um, General Milley goes off on an unhinged rant. Did that sound like an unhinged rant to you? No, it sound he sounded calm, educated, informed, and completely uh, able to back up his positions. He knew at least more uh, uh, everything more than what these fascists know. Critical race theory. It started in Harvard Law School. It's a law school class about how the laws of this country, how race. The, the construction of race have affected the laws in this country that set up a power differential between people of darker pigment. That's it. That's what it is. Having a discussion about it. And because that's how you fix things, right? You have to recognize the problem. So they, what are they going to say about General Milley? Of course they have to go after him personally. I mean, that's what you do. Shoot the messenger. They don't have the message. They have lies. They are, they're, they're fascists. They're propagandists. And they, they, but the way they went after General Milley, I mean, we all have eyes and ears. We heard his response. And it was receiving uh, general accolades all over, except in the part of the country, in bizarro world, where democracy is fascism and Twitler is a great businessman because he played one on reality TV. So Tucker Carlson, the um, fissured pimple on the hemorrhoid on the ass of humanity, went after General Milley in such a vile fashion if, if you don't think that we're experiencing a fascist coup, all you got to do is, is watch Tucker Carlson's response to, to, to something that's not unhinged. He's, it's completely informed, calm and informed. And that's something that the fascists cannot abide. Mark Milley is the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. He didn't get that job because he's brilliant or because he's brave or because the people who know him respect him. Are he you is fucking kidding me. Excuse my language, YouTube. I'm sorry. But we're in a fascist coup. Are you kidding me? He didn't. See, you, all you hear, there's nothing. Unlike General Milley's response to the wolf boy sexual predator, he's got nothing to back this up. There's no receipt. All it is is a diatribe of insults against another human being who is actually a patriot. Now, he might have he made his mistakes, right? He, uh, he th th offensively participated in Twitler's fascist photo op wearing BDUs to attack peaceful protesters and... Because, I guess, he's not a complete fascist. He, he apologized for it. At least. At least. That's, that was probably where he got off on the wrong foot. With the cult. With the Dim Fuhrer cult. But Tucker Carlson, what is he saying? All he has is, is name-calling. 
excuse me, he didn't get that job because he's smart or respected. How the fuck do you know? You wouldn't know smart or respected if uh, if uh, a chicken, if somebody gave you a, a, if a you know, if a, if the ghost of a billion chickens came back to haunt you with it. Here's somebody, Tucker Carlson, the most vile, disgusting, disgusting propagandist and dangerous propagandist this country has seen since Limbaugh stepped off the mortal coil into hell. This person is dangerous. He is as equally dangerous as Joseph Goebbels, in my opinion. Every every fascist takeover needs a Tucker Carlson. And trust me, if we survive and win, if democracy survives, Tucker Carlson will not, he's not going to age well. Literally and figuratively, he might need Botox too. I'm sure he gets it already. He's not going to his, historians are going to look back on him as one of the major glaring problems uh, and one of the reasons why. If we do survive this fascist coup, that they're going to look back on him as Exhibit A. Because that's how important the media is. They know it. The fascists always, they've always known it. It goes hand in hand with any coup. That's why, look at what happens in uh, Putin's Russia. They take, every, they take over the media. You take over the media, you take over the means of communication, you take over, the, you churn out the propaganda, the lies. But, and of course, the fascists, when they're confronted with truth, the truth is a lie, up is down. They have to devalue truth because in a functioning democracy truth is part of the currency of uh of the of the community how can you have a a democratic republic when you believe um everybody is uh out to get you out to uh eat babies trying to uh, I, I mean it's it's unbelievable Talk about the big lie. Yeah, we got the big lie, the the election lie, but then you have all of the other lies that are equally disgusting. The election lie is vile, and that's what will kill us in the long run if it comes down to it. But then you have the other lies, like... Hillary Clinton is um, eating babies or killing suffering babies because of adrenochrome. And um, Bill Gates wants you to take a vaccine because he wants to track you. Like, who cares about you? Dumbasses, all you Trump anzies, nobody wants to track you. We want you gone. I, I want you gone. I want you to disappear into the dustbin of history. Please, because you're that you're that unf you're 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 forgettable. That's the other thing about these pricks. 
when they fi- when they finally step off the mortal coil, as we all will eventually, no, the Earth will be better off. They add nothing. They bring nothing. They bring worse than nothing. They bring division, lies, ignorance, stupidity, racism, arrogance, selfishness, not giving a crap about anybody, not giving a crap about the community, the environment, your fellow Americans. I mean, what is patriotic about them? They got a lot of flags? Is that it? I see a lot of flags. I know Twitler was bragging about all the flags. Oh, look at how patriotic we are. We have all these flags. Well, the damn Nazis had a lot of flags, too. Jesus. All right, I'm sorry. Here we go. And they definitely don't. They really don't. got the job because he is Wait, hold on, hold on. Sorry. You know, Let me should... go back a little bit. Just pay attention. There's no... He has nothing. He's just insulting somebody. Job because he is obsequious. He knows who to suck up to, and he's more than happy to do it. Unbelievable. Feed him a script, and he will read it. Here's Millie yesterday, the man in charge of this nation's weapons, explaining that he's working to understand a concept called white rage. I do think it's important, actually. Uh, for those of us in uniform to be open-minded and be widely read. And the United States Military Academy is a university, uh, and it is important that we train and we understand. uh, And I want to understand white rage, and I'm white, and I want to understand it. So what is it that caused thousands of people to assault this building and try to overturn the Constitution of the United States of America? What caused that? I want to find that out. I want to maintain an open mind here, and I do want to analyze it. It's important that we understand that, because our soldiers, sailors, airmen, marines, and guardians, they come from the American people. So it is important that the leaders, now and in the future, do understand it. Yeah, wouldn't that be curious Hard to believe that man wears a uniform. Unbelievable. He's that unimpressive. Notice he never def- Can you believe, I can't even, I don't even know what to say about this. He's that unimpressive. See, the, the majority, the normal people of the United States saw General Milley slap down on that little brat wolf boy. And they were like, wow, he's impressive. He's informed. He's got the receipts. He's backing up his opinion. And yeah, what the hell is wrong with being informed? That's our American birthright, isn't it? That's what they do in fascist countries. They take away your ability to be informed. I thought these Republicans were all about freedom, free speech, uh, the field of ideas. Put all your ideas out there and, and we'll decide which ones are good and bad. No, they're fascists all over the country. They're dictating what the American people, especially the children, will hear, will read, will understand, just like they did in goddamn Nazi Germany. Patriotic education? What the hell is that? That's fascism. Patriotic education? How about you just tell the truth? That's, there's nothing more patriotic than telling the truth. 
good and bad. There's nothing more essential to a functioning democratic republic than the truth. That's why these these self-seeking, self-serving, anti-American, undemocratic cult cult of selfishness, greed, stupidity, all of that. I mean, it really comes down to selfishness. That's why they don't want anybody to hear the truth. Oh, it's going to make somebody feel bad. This is their argument. They're, nobody is telling little white kids that they're the oppressor. But... I mean, but them, actually. But the Republicans, they're the ones saying, you're the oppressor, don't listen. They want you to think you're the oppressor. No, we're, we're, it's history. Oh my God, these, these same people that are like, oh, we need a statue of some, of a racist who, committed treason against the United States because how else do we know our history? I I gotta tell you guys, I'm gonna be on um, Brad Bannon's show on Monday again. Uh, Leslie Mar- Brad Bannon is filling in for Leslie Marshall. D- um, Deadline DC with Brad Bannon and Mark Grimaldi. And we were discussing, well, what do you want to talk about on the show? I said, let's talk about what we didn't get to talk about last time. Let's talk about these traitors. How do you find common ground with traitors? That, and let's take back patriotism. I mean, this is what we're up. You want to talk about these guys walk around with tri-cornered hats. They, They know all of the pantomimes of patriotism. But they don't know what patriotism is. That's why they got to dress up like a, like a colonist. When if we went back in time, these would be these pricks would be pining for the king to trickle on them. Save us, king! Save us from we the people. All right, I, I let's keep going with Tucker. But it's it's unbelievable and that this guy has a job. Let's also play the game all right let's play the game imagine let's put the shoe on the other foot let's say this was anybody on uh, on the corporate media so-called liberal side calling a general unimpressive obsequious oh and then it gets worse a pig he calls him i mean I wouldn't call Republicans pigs because to call them of pigs is to honor them because pigs are charming and intelligent. But he didn't mean it in a, as a compliment. Find white rage, and we should know what it is. What is white rage? Well, why don't you tell your well, stupid like audience? Drapedomania, it's one of those diseases that only affect people with certain melanin levels. It's a race-specific You're illness. You're so put upon. That's what Mark Milley has learned from reading about it. That's why he's making his soldiers read about it, too. They need to know. Watch. I've read Mao Zedong. Yeah, I've why read, not? I've read Karl Marx. I've read Lenin. That doesn't make me a communist. So what is wrong with understanding, having some situational understanding about the country for which we are here to defend? And I personally find it offensive that we are accusing 
the United States military, our general officers, our commissioned, non-commissioned officers, are being, quote, woke. <laughs> oh, my God. He's not just a pig. He's stupid. Wow. So Mark Milley reads Mao wow. to understand Mao. Wow. I, I can't. <laughs> he's not just a pig. He's stupid. I want to vomit. These people. Are we paying attention, guys? I know we are, but if there are any Democrats who are passing by, stumble into the show, are you paying attention? This is not a drill. They are... Oh, here's a goddamn... Somebody's ringing my bell. They are in in an assault on on this country. He's not just a pig, he's stupid. Says the 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 group that voted for a goddamn con man because he played a successful businessman on reality TV. I don't feel good about turning down money because my whole life I've been greedy, greedy, greedy. I've grabbed all the money I could yeah, get. Yeah, he's so not greedy. just He's not just what? Wait, wait, wait. Mark Milley is the chairman of the Joint Chiefs. He reads about understanding communism, but it's interesting that he does. Wait, hold on. This is the most evil part right here. <laughs> he's not just a pig, he's stupid. So Mark Milley. Wow. How is this real life? He's not just a pig, he's stupid. Take this to the to the conclusion. He's not just a pig. He's stupid. These people are fascists. The Republicans are fascists. He's not just a pig. He's stupid. And just like in Nazi Germany, you know, there were German soldiers and officers who were just Germans. They, were, they weren't Nazis. They weren't part of the party. Of course, the, you know, they all went along. But they had to be purged. They had to, had to get rid of these disloyal dissenters. Eventually, this is, this is how it begins. We're not even at the beginning. We're we're in we're in we're not at the end, of course, but we're not in the beginning. This is, we're we're in the active coup part, and it looks like this. He's not just a pig; he's stupid. Somebody who says the truth, somebody who smacks these these fascists down with the truth and says, "What the f is wrong with understanding?" Nothing. But that's the biggest sin you could commit in a fascist coup. In fascist, all you got to be is a loyalist. Just be a loyalist. Just repeat what they tell you and believe the lies. The he, this, this is the most vile piece of television, one of the most I've ever seen. He does, and imagine if this this little frat boy his his uh swanson chicken air trust fund scumbag 
ever came face to face with the general, what would he would he say that to his face? Of course not, because he's a coward. Here's somebody who was rejected from the CIA. I'm sure he's got a chip on his shoulder. He couldn't do. He could not serve because he he didn't he wasn't good enough. He's not just a pig. He's stupid. I ju- I can't get over it. And he has a job. He still has a job. We're not. We're not. We have to pay attention and understand. They are destroying this country. It's not hyperbolic. It's not just over the top to say this. It is a warning. He, I, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm almost speechless, really. Like when I saw this. January 6th. Here's Murkowski OAN. Was one of- OAN. A, 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 you want to talk? Oh, my God. We, we don't have one. Fu- we, it was bad enough when we had to deal with Fox News. One propaganda channel. Now we have, we have, a, whole, we have a slew of them. And OAN is like, I mean, it was bad enough. We used to have Fox News, and then there was Breitbart Online and, and uh, World Net Daily. There was a couple of hell holes online. And then, and then there was Fox News. Now we got OAN. We have all kinds of uh, other other channels, QAnon channels. It's time to either secede. <laughs> I mean, really, either we cr- we have to crush these fascists legally and peacefully. But there is no middle ground here. All right, so here's OAN calling for mass executions. The only Republican senators, <coughs> excuse me, who voted to impeach President Trump following the January 6th break-in at the Capitol. Break-in. The investigations around the nation are producing more and more evidence that the 2020 presidential elections may have been compromised. Bullshit. Of course, they don't have a goddamn anything to back it up. More bullshit. This is what they do. This is the corporate media propaganda. This is how they prop- propagandize. Of course, it's like like in Nazi Germany. You would just hear the same rhetoric. You got nothing to back it up, and then it becomes real. That's what we're witnessing. One America's Pearson Sharp. Whether or not you believe the 2020 presidential election was stolen, the simple facts point to massive and widespread problems Where? with voting integrity. Bullshit. These problems range from missing ballots to ballots that were mysteriously flipped from Trump to Biden to entire states like Texas banning certain voting machines after investigations revealed they were prone to hacking and foreign interference. Well, that's a different story. To election observers in multiple states being blocked from watching the ballots to poll workers on camera repeatedly scanning the same batch of ballots over and over oh yes, again. we can really see your, your 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 blurry link. Somebody, oh, actually, there was on Twitter. I was getting into a little Twitter tiff with some fascist, and uh, because whatever, it was it's just a hobby sometimes, passing the time. And they sent me 
a uh, a link, some random link to prove them that they were right about whatever the hell they were. Pre- and it was just some obscure, random internet link. Uh, you, did you watch the link? I, of course you wouldn't watch it. It proves my that you're wrong. Some some guy on the internet. Oh, no wonder you're a bunch of traitors who who worship a con man. No wonder you're that easily played. I got links too, but they link to legitimate news sources that could be verified. That's the whole thing. It's not just some trust fund brat calling for calling um, uh, uh, an officer um, a pig. I thought they loved the military, Blue Lives Matter, all kind of support the troops. You see, they don't, they're not, um, they never were, were, this is the thing, they hate the police. They hate the individual police. Of course they do. They don't support the troops. They support fascism. They support the police state. That's it. Despite their best efforts, the radical Democrats left fingerprints so all radical. over the country, Bullshit. providing a trail of evidence that the 2020 Let's election was not only tampered with, but was actually overthrown. Which raises even more questions about exactly how many people were involved in these efforts to undermine the election. Hundreds? Thousands? Tens of thousands? How many people does it take to carry out a coup against the presidency? And when all the dust settles from the audit in Arizona and the potential audits in Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Nevada, and Wisconsin, what happens to all these people who are responsible for overthrowing the election? Can you believe What this? are the consequences for traitors who meddle That's what with I'm our asking. sacred Bet democratic you. process and try to steal power by taking away the voices of the American people? Wow. What happens... We're in big trouble, guys. Well, in the past, America had a very good solution for dealing with such traitors. Execution. Treason is considered the highest of all crimes and is the only crime defined in the U.S. Constitution, which states that anyone is guilty of treason if they support America's enemies. So far, there have been numerous indications that foreign governments, including China and Pakistan, meddled in our election to install Joe Biden as president. Any American involved in these efforts, from those who ran the voting machines to the very highest government officials, is guilty of treason under U.S. Code 2381, which carries with it the penalty of death. The U.S. has a wide range of laws covering treason, including sedition, insurrection, and even advocating for the overthrow of the government. I, I, I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country, and maybe there will be. Of course, they're not calling for uprisings. They're taking Democrats. Of course, this is what they do. They take it out of context and to fix the facts around the policy of um, trying to pretend that it's Democrats calling for the overthrow of democracy. You see how it goes? I know you are, but what am I? I know you are. I'm rubber, you're glue. Oh, you're Jim Crow 2.0. 
Oh, I'm Jim Crow 2.0? My anti-democratic, big lie-inspired bullshit changing laws so people can't vote. They, they, you know, all of their um, voter integrity laws that they're changing, none of them ever address the integrity of the ballot. They're all about ensuring that people don't have access to the vote. How is that? Why is that? There's never any um, adjustment to ensure the integrity of the ballot. It's all about not giving people water or shortening the time that people can vote or early vote or taking away drop boxes. And now we have the montage of all of the, 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 the Democratic um, bo- boogeymen and women that they vilify taken out of context. We'll go and take Trump out tonight. Espionage is covered too. Famously, Julius and Ethel Rosenberg. Hold on, guys. Were convicted of aiding the Soviet Union and were sentenced to death by electrocution. The bottom line is that no one, absolutely no one, is above the law. And let this be a warning to anyone who thinks they are. The consequences are clear. And those responsible will be brought to justice for their role in undermining America's democracy. For One America News, I I can't. I'm like, how do you respond to that? Except somebody needs to get this person, and the FBI needs to have a visit with this person. Um, well, le- keeping with the Republican traitor strategy of denying everything, one America News personality denies that he suggested traitors who stole the election, the 2020 election, should be executed. Didn't you just hear that? Was Didn't your ears just hear that? filthy, fascist, big lie-spreading, anti-American, anti-democratic traitor who is spreading a lie? Didn't you just hear him suggesting that the people who are fighting them should be executed? See, um, this is what the Republicans do. When they get their little dicks caught in their zipper, they're like, oh, I didn't didn't do it. So... He's denying it. Clips on social media that emerged um, showed Pearson Sharp in a segment in which he said, in the past, America had a very good solution for dealing with traitors who were involved in these efforts to undermine the election. That's called execution. The headlines that ensued in publications such as the Daily Beast and the Independent said that he was calling for and at least suggesting that people should be executed. And, um, but the television personality told the Washington Examiner that no such characteristic characterizations of his comments took place and they, that these were inaccurate. Neither I nor OAN suggested anyone should be executed. Did you hear what I heard? who were responsible for overthrowing the election. What are the consequences 
for traitors who meddled with our sacred democratic process and tried to steal power by taking away the voices of the American people. What happens to them? Well, in the past, America had a very good solution for dealing with such traitors. Execution. Oh, did you hear that? Sharp also said that legal penalties are up to the appropriate law enforcement agencies to determine. And he's simply pointing out that if election fraud is proven, then it could very well constitute treason. And according to our laws, treason is punishable by death. My God. See, don't believe your eyes. That's part of being a fascist. And it's also part of being a sociopath. You can just completely lie right to everyone's face and uh, turn around and lie right back again when they are when you're caught and confronted. But you see, um, they're not kidding around. Yet the the Democrats here. You know what really got on my nerves this week, besides everything else. Let me show you this. If I can get, if I can turn back time, if I can get this working. All right, here we go. You know, there are many who say that bipartisanship is dead in Washington, D.C. and across this country. Shut the there are many who say that bipartisanship is dead. Now ask her to say a few words. Thank you, Rob. You know, there are many who say that bipartisanship is dead in Washington, D.C. and across this country. But this historic agreement Oops. today between historic. Republicans and Democrats in the Senate and with the President of the United States shows that when a group of people who are committed with shared values to solving the problems and challenges our country faces, we can use bipartisanship to solve these challenges. As wow. Rob said, and as the president said, no one got everything they wanted in this package. We all gave some to get some. Shut because your what we did was put first the mouth. needs of our country. This does represent a historic investment in our country's, country's infrastructure. And it meets the needs of folks who live from Virginia out to Arizona. It invests in green energy and climate, recognizing the changing nature of our country and our future. It invests in broadband, in our power grid, in our structures. And we are delighted to go back to the Hill and begin earning more support from both Republicans and Democrats to get this bill across the finish line. There are other members of our group who'd like to say a few words, and so I'm going to scoot over and uh, let other folks step up. I want to vomit. She's another one that's going to go down in history like Neville Chamberlain waving the, uh, the, the paper when he, went, when he met Hitler. I got the agreement right here. You see, there will be no war. Yeah, they could sign anything. They could say anything. Haven't they been paying attention? Of course not. And many in in Washington believe that bipartisanship is impossible. Well, how do you have bipartisanship with traitors? Okay, this is the problem. They're not recognizing the the scope 
of the attack, the ongoing attack on democracy that we're enduring. And we have to endure the likes of Kristen Cinema, that bitch. She's telling us we, we need the For the People Act to at least stop these filthy fascists from undermining the election, from destroying democracy. Because if they win Ill- illegitimately, despite receiving fewer votes, you know that's going to happen. If they are successful with their coup and undermining the election and stealing the next election, it's over. It's goddamn over. And I, I got to hear about Kristen Cinema. She then she writes an op-ed saying, "Oh well, um, the filibuster is there to prevent wild swings back and forth. And if we don't, if we don't have a filibuster, then the next time the Republicans get in power, they might, um, what did she say? Roll back Medicare. That's what she said. They might roll back Medicare or destroy or undermine Med. Let them try." Let them fucking try. So her her whole um, thing is that we can't do anything today because somebody might do something tomorrow. Let them try to undermine Medicare. I dare you. See, Kristen Cinema is another fissured hemorrhoid on on the progress that we need to make to ensure that the fascist coup isn't successful. It's not, you got some bipartisans over there? Who cares? The entire Republican Party is populated with fascist ghouls. There's no reasoning with them. They're not living in reality. They are wedded to the big lie. They are, you want to talk about obsequious? Look at Trump, the con man, the entire Republican Party is obsequious to a con man. Um, it's it's unreal. Where is this? Oh, do I do I have it? Oh, I have it. Let me. Yes, I had. I grabbed this clip. You want to talk about obsequious? Here, I'll play it off the screen. The, I mean, the, this is what we're up against. Here we go. Here's Mike Pence. This was, I think, either today or yesterday. I should say forceful attempt. Yeah. Wait, hold on. I grabbed it from MSNBC. There's almost no idea more un-American than the notion that any one person could choose the American president. And I will always be proud that we did our part. On that tragic day to reconvene the Congress and fulfilled our duty under the Constitution and the laws of the... Okay, great, because he's... Hold on a second, guys. Be right back. Oh, my God, that's the end of the Progressive Voices show. Sorry, guys. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Listen to the rest of the show at youtube.com slash C for, for channel slash Tara Buster. You can subscribe on all the regular podcast channels and become a patron, like I said, because we will win. With your help, we'll keep going and growing. 
We're on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy. My name is Tara Devlin. I will see you soon. All right. I wanted to get to the point over here. The point is, so he's going on. um, Mike Pence is going on about, I'm glad I did what I did. We protected democracy, blah, 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 on that terrible day. They can never say insurrection. But... Um, or terrorist attack. I meant to cut that out. Here. But he has to finish it up with... Today, I think we find ourselves in a very similar position. President Donald Trump is also one of a kind. He's talking about Twitler is like Reagan, their their patron saint of... He, too, disrupted the status quo. He challenged the establishment. He invigorated our movement, and he set a bold new course for America in the 21st century. And now, as then, there is no going back. That's what I've been warning. See, you can't tell the truth without getting down and and licking his taint like a lap dog. This is a man who who would have been murdered on January 6th, but they don't have any, there's no bounds. There's no low bar for them. The bar is so low, we're, who the hell knows where we are? I'm looking up at Dante's seventh circle of hell. That's how low these these fascists have taken us. Obsequious. They should know about obsequiousness. My God. The lies. Like right now. So we're supposed to find bipartisanship with, um, here, here's what's going on. At the Nuremberg rally. Wait a minute. Here's Marjorie Taylor Greene. And by AOC, the little communist from New York City. Oh. That's right. Well, boo. Yeah, lock her up too. That's a good idea. Wow. She's not an American. She really doesn't embrace our American ways. You want to know why? She has something called the Green New Deal, which is led by AOC. The She's not an American. She doesn't embrace our American ideals. This has been going on for, for decades now. This is how you set up the fascist coup. It's um, the real Americans. The Republicans have been doing this forever. George Bush did it. The, we got real America uh, ma- against the Massachusetts liberals or the New York values or California liberals. or They have been dividing this country f- for, for decades. You never hear, but you never hear a Democrat do the same thing. You will never find me a clip of a Democratic candidate, for president especially, vilifying the the cesspools of America, 
the Mitch McConnell's, uh, you know, like Mitch McConnell's constituency, not not themselves, but the, you know, not the normal people in Mitch McConnell's constituency. I'm sure there are some, unfortunately, but for them. But that's, you know, Democrats don't do that. You don't, you get, what do you get? You get Obama going on about how um, there aren't red states and blue states. There's one United States. This is what we hear. Joe Biden, I'm fighting for the soul of America. We're we're in this together. We're Americans. There's no red state. I mean, they do it all the time. And you never hear the the Republicans crowing about. Well, I uh, I gotta have bipartisans here. We got we need some bipartisans. Remember when they rammed the uh, whoa Amy Coney Barrett, or they rammed the GOP tax scam down our throats, turning the a country that was already the least upwardly mobile with the widest income gap of all of our Western partners, with uh, the, the uh, if you're born poor in America, you're more apt to stay poor than in any other Western democracy. This is, they took that situation and they funneled more money into the hands of the oligarchs, the fascists, who, are, who do fine. They love fascism. And that's why they're supporting these fascists. And we got, so we have a Marjorie Taylor Greene. This should be an unac- unacceptable. If a politician campaigns uh, as, there's one thing to disagree on policy. It's another thing to go around and call segments of the American people un-American. They're not real Americans. They're not real patriots. That's why I'm fucking sick of it. And we will reclaim the mantle of patriotism unapologetically. Because it is, what is a patriot? A patriot is somebody who is capable of functioning in a democratic society. A diverse, multiracial, democratic society that is actively trying to make a more perfect union, not leave anybody behind. We don't go around, even the shitty, crappy Mitch McConnell states that are suffering under Republican rule, under illegitimate tyranny of the minority, we don't, we don't leave them behind. That's what it means to live in a functioning society. My blue state dollars go to prop them up, and they don't even have the manners or the maturity to say thank you. They turn around and talk about New York values in a derogatory term. Massachusetts liberals, New York liberals, California liberals, shut your filthy fascist pie holes. Really. And if they can't, they, we want to, how are we going to have a, uh, a, a, a democracy? I don't even know F anymore. They don't have an interest. It's time. It really mu- must, I keep saying this. 
it must be time already to break this shit up, isn't it? They're talking about execution. They, you know what? You let's secede, and you can have your goddamn con man. You can have him. You can have a king. You can have no health care. You can have no Medicaid, no Medicare, nothing. You can have no, no, no social safety net. You can have church and state intertwined. You could do it. You can. You can have intergenerational aristocracy. You can have the, the, your, your next um, fascist leader could be Donald Trump Jr., then you can have Eric Trump and Ivanka Trump. You can have all the goddamn Trumps. They can rule you for time immemorial. You can have that. You can have it. But that's not this. That is not what the founders fought a revolution to entrust to us. They fought a revolution to overthrow what you're trying to do again. So get the F out. The, the founders fought a revolution in all their hypocrisy about all men are created equal. Yes, but they were students of the Enlightenment. We're trying to finish the job of the Enlightenment. We need to finish the Reconstruction. Put these, these scumbags in their place. They, just like when they when their traitor ancestors rebelled against this country and committed treason, this is unacceptable. There should be no slap on the wrist for this. For the lie, there has to be consequences. And I'm sick of listening to Democrats pine for bipartisanship with traitors. It's not just because... I don't like them. I don't like their policies. I wish it was simply about their policies, but it is about their goddamn ideology. Their anti-American fascist ideology. They are fascists. It's look at them. Look at their actions. It's not me just saying other fa- I'm, I'm not like Tucker Carlson going on about um well, he's stupid and a pig. We're bringing the receipts. They are showing us who they are to be. They're exactly who they I have always said they are. Un-American, anti-democratic, incapable of functioning in a in a diverse democracy. They don't want it. So they don't have to have it. Get out. Go Galt. Get the F out. Take Marjorie Taylor Greene and Twitler. Have your intergenerational monarchy. And you can have all your scummy scums flying around and fighting over uh, who gets to be closest. Who's, who's the most obsequious to the con man? And maybe he'll trickle some, some titles on you. That's what they're doing. This is, they are setting up the system that the founders rebelled against. That's not patriotism. Neither is, uh, you don't see AOC making a speech and going, Marjorie Taylor Greene, she's, she's just uh, crazy. She's a crazy fascist. Though that's true. 
You see what I mean? We're out here. You you know, here's another thing. Um, Mark Grimaldi sent me this article. And uh, where is it? For example, from the New York Times, it said, they seem like Democratic activists, and they were, but they were secretly conservative spies. From This is from the New York Times by Mark Mazzetti and Adam Goldman. Operatives infiltrated progressive groups across the West to try to manipulate politics and reshape the national electoral map. They targeted moderate Republicans, too, and anyone who were seen as threats to hardline conservatives. So they, at the center of the scheme was an unusual cast, a former British spy connected to the security contractor Eric Prince, a wealthy heiress to the Gore-Tex fortune and an undercover operatives, but like, I mean, it's, it's right out of the, a, a, a novel, really. And more than two dozen interviews and a review of federal election records, New York Times reconstructed many of the operatives' interactions in Wyoming and other states, mapping out their associations and likely targets, spoke to people with whom they discussed details of their spying, publicly available documents in Wyoming tied these spies, uh, Mr. Maynard and Ms. La Roca, to an, arrest, uh, to an address in Cody, used by another former spy, Richard Sedan. What the effort accomplished and how much information they gathered is unclear. Sometimes their tactics were bumbling and amateurish, but the operation's use of spycraft to manipulate politics of several states over years greatly exceeds the tactics of more traditional political dirty tricks operations. And so... This is another example of what they do. So they they accuse Democrats of all these like nefarious things. But the fact is, this is what they do because they're not governing. That they have all this free time. They don't have to govern. You saw what Twitter did during the pandemic. A real crisis came, and what did he do? Uh, see if you can get it. You, the states, uh, see if you can get some ventilators. You know, do it on your own. Do it. Do it if you can. Yeah, yeah. That's all. That's what he did, because not all he sucks, but they don't want to govern. They don't want to work. And so when you don't want to work, and you you don't, I mean, you don't. You're not doing things. You're not going to work and doing your business, your legislative business, you know, whatever that might entail. You're, you have a lot of free time to, to dirty trickster, to come up with all these dirty tricks. And that's what they are. That's who they are. It's, it's unbelievable. If it wasn't. I mean, I wish it was unbelievable. It's absolutely believable. Like, let me see what the time. I'm going to have to keep track. Oh, good. We got some time. Uh, they suspended Giuliani's law license, thankfully. Well, there's some consequences. Sedition supposedly has consequences. 
But in there, in Bizarro World, there's see. In order to, it's like any relationship, right? If there's some kind of disagreement, and what what do you sometimes? Okay, no biggie. Got to agree to disagree, but we cannot agree to disagree on the foundations of democracy, on what kind of a country uh, are we trying to are trying to do, trying to make. That's the, there can be no disagreement. It has to be. There has to be an agreement. So, there's how do we work with these people? There's no, um, there's no accountability. There's no responsibility taken when the consequences of their big lie and rhetoric come back to to you know to haunt not haunt us i mean when it results in the capital riot the terrorist attack that they don't there's no apology so like in any relationship if you want to if you have a chance of having a functioning relationship what has to happen if you have some kind of horrible thing happened, you have a big fight, a big blowout, whatever it might be, and then where where one party is clearly in the wrong, and there's but there's no accountability, there's no apology, there's no recognition of the fault of what the, the part they played, what they did, then there's no hope. There's no hope in reconciliation. There's no hope in having in coming together and working together, living together, m- moving towards a goal. You can't be at cross purposes like this. We have one party, a, a, a tyrannical minority representing minority vote getting bunch of uh, fascists who represent a minority of the people, I, I mean, we just got to keep reminding everybody that they are a minority party that somehow seems to get in the majority even when they receive fewer votes because of all their filthy tricks. But we have one party that is lying and, sp- and continues to lie, and we have another party that is pining for them saying, please work with us. Oh, I won't do anything to stop the fe- these, the, the takeover, the destruction of democracy, unless I get the ones destroying the democracy on board. But they're not going to get on board. They are vile. They have propagandists on their propaganda outlets calling um, ge- a general a stupid pig and so Giuliani was suspended from practicing law in New York oh poor baby because of his lies because of spreading lies and they can't the republicans because truth is anathema to fascism they have to spin it as he's being picked on by the deep state 
you see how how much um, danger where this whole country is in. There's no accountability. They're not remorseful. They are only getting worse. They're getting they there will be more violence. Absolutely. All of them are are part of the problem. Mike fucking Pence, excuse me, YouTube, sorry. He just told the truth again, saying, I'm glad I I did my constitutional duty, but Donald Trump is the greatest, isn't he, guys? He really he's like Reagan. He really made us better. He changed this country, didn't he? And we're all so much better for it. This is a problem. So, let's see. The court, this is Giuliani. The court said Giuliani's misconduct deepened partisan divisions in the country and inflamed tensions that led to the Capitol attack on January 6th when Trump supporters stormed the building. Oh, I thought it was Antifa and Black Lives Matter, but the, no, it wasn't. It was the FBI or aliens, or maybe it was adrenochrome zombies. The seriousness of the respondent's uncontroversial misconduct cannot be overstated. The court said this country is being torn apart by continuous attacks on the legitimacy of the 2020 election and of our current president, Joseph R. Biden. Giuliani, the former mayor of New York, has been at the forefront of Trump's failed efforts, blah, blah, blah. Neither Giuliani nor his lawyer immediately responded or comment, but oh, but his son came out and released this. Hi, my fellow Americans. Today it's my fellow Americans, not just my fellow New Yorkers. As you may have heard recently, uh, a few few minutes ago, my father's law license was suspended by the New York State First Appellate Division of the Supreme Court. Now, the five judges that ruled on it, Judge Rolanda Acosta, Judge Diane Renwick, Judge Sally Manzart Davis. Yeah, because you got to get these names out there so they can be harassed by the by the fascists, just like the brown shirts used to do. Daniel, sorry, Judge Judith Gishi and Judge Barbara Kaepernick. All five of them are Democrats. Three of which were so appointed what? by Andrew Cuomo. So five to nothing, what? ultimately. Democrats with zero Republicans on there. Again, this is just unbelievable to see just how politicized all of this has become. I am infuriated by all of this. And any American that believes in an independent justice system, this is going after one of President Trump's closest allies. That's exactly what this is. And any American that doesn't believe that, they are just biased. That is, uh, this oh, is unacceptable. Is and... I stand by my father. He did everything ultimately by the book. And the fact that there would be this politicization in our Justice Department is disgusting. It is a cancer that needs to be cut out, and it needs to be cut out right now. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned. I'll have more statements later in the day. It's a cancer that needs to be cut out. The truth. Giuliani was suspended because of his lies, the continuous lies that he, the cancer that he spread into our body politic. 
They said that he posed a a a what did he say? What did they say? Dangerous Giuliani. Why can't I type? Can't blame the cat. Let's see. Proves the dangers of Trump's lies. Yeah, sends a strong message about harm and indeed danger. Just trying to find the exact wording, but anyway. Yeah, the seriousness of the respondent's uncontroverted misconduct cannot be overstated. This country is being torn apart. Okay, the hallmark of democracy is predicated on free and fair elections. False statements intended to foment a loss of confidence in our elections and resulting loss of confidence in government generally damage the proper functioning of a free society. When those false statements are made by an attorney, it also erodes the public confidence in the integrity of of attorneys admitted to the bar and damages the profession's role as a crucial source of reliable information. But this isn't the first um, Trump lawyer who's been disbarred, right? Well, he's not disbarred yet. Uh, Cohen, did Cohen get disbarred? Hmm. And, well, then, of course, there's uh, Roy Cohen. Roy Cohen, yes, disbarred. Yeah, Michael Cohen was dis- yeah, disbarred. <laughs> They're all disbarred because they are that's what happens with when you're in the vicinity of the most vile waste of human DNA who ever walked the earth. Ugh. Whoever squatted in the White House despite receiving fewer votes. It's unbelievable what we're up against, the most disgusting human beings on the planet. But that's what fascism attracts. It doesn't attract the, the well-read, the informed, the, the free, uh, the normal people, the people who are capable of living in a free democratic society. It doesn't attract that. It attracts the incels, the homophobes, the misogynists, the racists, the the sick, filthy trash of society. That's why every true patriot needs to recognize fascism for what it is and recoil from it, like as if from a hot flame. That's the proper response. When Trump came down that escalator, railing and well, lying about Mexicans, saying Mexicans are rapists, the entire country, everyone in the country, if you are a patriot, everyone should have been disgusted and said, move along, move along, fascist. This is a democracy. We're in, I'm telling you, if the filthy, disgusting Republican Party somehow puts Trump back in office in whatever whatever capacity, because now he's saying, oh, wouldn't it be great if we make Trump the Speaker of the House? So he'll run for Congress, and then he'll become, or the Senate, then he'll be, 
well, the, the Congress, yeah, duh. And then he'll be Speaker of the House, and then we'll impeach everybody, and he'll be president again. What is it with, what's with these cultists and this con man? It's, it's so bizarre. That's, I mean, my God. Suckers are born every minute, and Trump Z's are living proof. All right. I'm looking at the time. Where are my friends? Where are you guys? Once again, thank you, Richard, for your super chat, and Pookie's mama, Irene, for your super chat, and JD, and Errol Thomas, and Traverse J, and also our great sponsor for tonight's show, James Wright, thank you so much for becoming a patron at patreon.com slash taradevil. And to keep the show going and growing, please, if you can, become a patron at patreon.com slash taradevil and tell your friends about the show so we can do more shows. Keep the liberal media going. Because, I mean, don't you understand? Like, this is what will, um, this is how we will win. We need to get this word out. We need to reclaim patriotism. We need to educate the American people, the ones who are educatable, about the history of this country, what uh, the, that this whole thing is a progressive initiative, and we need to take back patriotism. We don't leave anybody behind. All of us, we're capable of functioning in a free democratic society. In fact, we want to. That's why we want to discuss critical race theory. We we want to understand. There's nothing wrong with that. We're here on this con- uh, on this planet for a short period of time. We have an obligation, at least I think so, to at least understand each other uh, and be educated. That's the meaning of life. God damn it. And these Republicans are doing all they can to ensure that the American people remain stupid. And that's not patriotism. Not in the goddamn, any definition of the word. They hate the American people so much. They want you to be stupid. Stupid and hanging by a thread. And at each other's throats, of course. Before we go, just in the last minute, I only have five minutes left on the clock. One of the things um, that, what's his name? Uh, Matt Getz, he talks about his his bullshit um, story, his anecdote that's that a a unit of minority majority unit in the military called Matt Getz upset about wokeness and these anecdotes unsubstantiated anecdotes of course that's how republicans that's how they rule you see they they don't have anything substantiated they they don't um bring the receipts of course they just have stories about somebody did something to somebody somewhere i swear Cross my heart and hope to die. It's a pattern with them. 
But nothing that the Republicans ever complain about ever comes to fruition. Uh, they, they, all of the warnings about society, what will happen if, if this happens, if marijuana is legalized, oh, we're going to, it's going to be the end of the world or whatever, everything, or uh, Medicare. If we have Medicare, we will wake up in a country one day and tell our children, I remember what it was like when men were free. Of course, always men, not women, because women aren't free and everybody of uh, white men. Let's keep it real. So um, in keeping with the unsubstantiated anecdotes, I just wanted to share this anecdote about Matt Getz that I came across on, on the internet, on the unsubst unsubstantiated internets, uh, a story. In 2005 or 2006, I was working at a bar while at school. This is somebody's personal experience that I came across. Um, I was working at a bar while at school. It was one of the three bars at that school. Every Thursday night, the law students would swarm the place. A few of them were really bad drunks. One night, there was a student we had a problem with. We had a problem with this student before. He was caught e either pissing in a sort of private seating area or groping one of the waitress's ass. He was confronted, and then a fight started. The, the boyfriend of the waitress punched the guy in the face. And he gets dragged out the front. In the fracas, he grabs the server and gets him in a chokehold. We have him held down and outside, but he won't release the server. And the police across the street aren't doing anything. So I grab both of his legs, lift them, and spread them. I warn him that if he doesn't go, I'm going to kick him in the nuts. He doesn't let go. And he's, he keeps going on about how he's going to sue us. And do you know who my dad is? I warn him a second time to let go of the server. He still doesn't let go. So I gas pedal him right in the dick hard. He doubles over and then he screams, why? I mean, I warned him. I was pretty obvious. It was pretty obvious why. The police finally jump into action and arrest him for drunkenness in public. My friends and I would always bring this story up from time to time because of the way in which I resolved the situation with a nice kick to the dick and how bad of a night that dude had. It wasn't until a couple of months ago that I finally connected the dots after seeing a mugshot of Matt Getz. I discussed it with the two others involved in the incident and we were certain, yes, this was the same guy, Matt Getz. Whenever he's pissing you off, just remember Matt Getz had his dick curb stomped by a bartender while getting thrown out of a bar. And that's who they are. Do you know who my dad is? Just a giant douchebag. Not in it for altruism. These people don't have a decent bone in their body. They're not in government for altruism. They're in government for attention and accolades and corruption and power and money for themselves. Let's keep the liberal media going and growing. Thank you, guys. 
My name is Tara Devlin. This is the unapologetic, real liberal media. And we are on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, democracy. And we have all of that is at stake. So thank you for your support because we will win with the liberal media. Keep it going and growing. Become a patron at Tara Buster of Tara Buster at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. We stick together. We win. I'll see you soon. My name is Tara Devlin. Oh, man. Guys, we got a lot of work to do. Whew, what a night. You guys are great. Listen up, guys, guys, guys. I want to thank you all again. And I want to remind patrons, tarabustermedia at gmail.com, if you want a, want a mug, if you like a mug, listen up. Let's, um, let's try to meet here as soon as possible. And oh, I see you, Mark, on the chat. Let's let's talk about you know coming on the damn show, Mark, because Mark has a show. He's we gotta keep the 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 liberal media going and growing, and we need Mark. We need our millennial correspondent, and we need all of you. I need you all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, I got to go. Saturday nights are tough because now I have to put the show together for for Progressive Voices. Of course, I it's good to be on Progressive Voices. But it's it's I'm a one man band, my friends. So, all right, listen up. Listen, listen, listen. What was I going to say? Let's try to get together as many times as possible this week. All right. And especially if we get a patron or five, that'll be nice. I see that we're getting more views and stuff on the show. That's good. And more comments and more people that don't necessarily watch when we watch, but they watch later. But we need more, as always. We. Well, we got to keep going, and that's it. I'm so sick of the Republicans. I don't know. I'm finding, you know what else I'm finding is that they're, they are more um, emboldened lately, and I think it's because their their dim leader is, is stirring up all kinds of trouble. So they're, they're really out there on the loose. The flying monkeys are are out there and they're they're swooping in. They're constantly swooping in with their bullshit. So we got to we got a lot of work to do. I'm very concerned. I really I I'm not even just I'm not of course I wouldn't just say anything like that, but I'm I I am very concerned we're in big big trouble i don't know if it ever happened that twitler became the so-called president again despite receiving fewer votes i might actually get the f out of here i know i talk about it but 
Oh, and thank you, Robin M., for your super chat. Right under the radar or on before, what's the word? I don't know. I keep thinking of words and thinking wrong about words. Right under the wire. That's the, that's the more appropriate terminology. Thank you, Robin. And thanks, everybody else. So let's try to get together. Right, ja Junior? Tara Junior? You hear him? Look at him. Tara Junior? He's very vocal. He's a good boy. I love this cat. All right, listen up. Men and women and everybody in between. Let's meet here as soon as possible. All right, become a patron. And uh, hopefully we'll see you. I'll see you very, very soon.